Welcome to Talking Marvel Plus. I'm Dennis. I'm Dyer. And I'm Dan, and I'm talking to like Dennis this episode. And if you like movies that exist, then this is the podcast for you. So right off the bat, we watched the 1994 unreleased Fantastic Four. We sure did, Dyer. And what a good time we had. Did you know this was made because Marvel would have lost its rights, so they had to make a shitty movie? Yes, shitty this is, is in the a, eye of the beholder, Dyer. A Roger Corman special. And how did that work out for them? Did they maintain the rights to the Fantastic Four? They sure did. Yes, yeah, Stan Lee actually later on revealed in an interview that he... Uh, they had no intentions of ever releasing the film. They just needed to keep the rights. Yep. Fox had it for a minute, but then uh, once Marvel bought Fox and said, we're going to give you all the money, shut the fuck up, and give us our intellectual property back, and then bam! Now they're making a movie. A good one, presumably. Presumably. I mean, Marvel... I'm going to come out and say it. Not the worst Fantastic Four movie I've ever seen. Bullshit. This is fucking terrible. You think it's better than the 2015 or 2016 version? Uh, yes. I'd rather watch Rise of the Silver Surfer for 24 hours straight than no, no, watch no. this movie again. Well, yeah, but I'm talking about the one Fanforstic. Oh, no. Fuck Fanforstic. That that doesn't even exist in the universe. This is. I thought we were talking about canonical Fantastic Four. I said this is not the worst Fantastic Four movie. What do you think I'm talking about, Dyer? Well, the other one's saying force. Dyer's just so covering. F- yeah, no, Dyer's just covering his tracks. <laughs> Why yeah. do you hate plus size women? No, we do talked you? about that last week. But we never, you never gave you us. You never any... answered the question. I don't. My wife's a plus size woman. He's avoiding Becca. <laughs> she doesn't listen to this pod. Let's be honest. Uh, wow, so your own wife doesn't support your budding podcast career. No, she doesn't. So this was that's not, okay because I love her anyway. This was not a bad film. It was yes, it horrendous. Was. I, not worse than Fan Forstick because it uh, had a plot and motive. I'd so, rather watch Fan Forstick because at least in Fan Forstick, Doctor Doom has fucking powers other than a machine gun and Wolverine claws. Well, this this no, was, I don't need. I don't. I disagree with that. I don't need Doctor Doom to have powers. He had a he had a much better costume in this film. Also, the age. I difference, will give you that. The age difference with Doctor Doom and Fan Forstick was unsettling the entire time. I really did not like that. I, I, I... So here's a little bit of trivia for you. Also, we didn't have to see Ben Grimm get abused for no reason. True. The guy that played Dr. Doom, the guy that played Dr. Doom was in Charmed, and he played the demon half of a demon-human person. Which makes sense why his first line in the movie was charmed i'm sure <laughs> yeah and do you know who played the human counterpart that's right the same guy that michael played... fassbender no no the guy that played uh uh fucking what's his face um doom in... no doom idea what artistic. wow wow small world yeah. Who, did you know? The, did you know that the actor that, that played Johnny Storm in this film was in Uncle Buck? Oh, I'm sorry, I was wrong. Uh, it's not. It's 
it was the 2005. So it was uh, McMahon who was uh, in like yeah, J- he had the lead in um, Nip Tuck. He was in Nip Tuck, yeah. and he's better. No, than that Star makes Star. that makes a lot more sense time wise. Yeah, yeah it does. I'm a fucking idiot. <laughs> but yes, uh, Jay Underwood that played uh, Johnny Storm was in Uncle Buck. Did you know? All right, here's trivia uh, trivia hour. Uh, so. <laughs> Who do you guys think originally auditioned for the role of the thing in this movie? Mark Ruffalo. I've Fuck you, Dennis. You don't, get a, you don't get a guess. <laughs> you ask, who, you're asking me and Daniel why I, why I don't get it. Which I, I honestly, is IMDb kind of like uh, Wikipedia? Can anybody put shit in? No. Because that seems like something someone just inserted in to be clever. Okay, yeah. fine. Daniel, this question is for you. Yes. <laughs> Who do you think auditioned for the role of Ben Grimm originally? Who do the? Can I, can I answer? Can oh, I answer? Oh, 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 oh! Is this the exact same question that you just asked? No, no. This is Ben Grimm. I asked for the whole. Oh. I mean, I asked for uh, the thing. Doctor Wait. Doom. Uh, Mark, Mark Ruffalo. Mark Ruffalo was really Doctor Doom. Yeah. Oh, no, I, I, I heard. Okay. Can I give Daniel oh, a hint? Ben Grimm. Um, no, I'll no, give no, him no. a hint. No, I want to. I'll give him a hint if he wants one. Guys, I know, I know who it is, because let me, let me, let me give you a hint and see, <laughs> see, see, see if my hint is apt. Um, rock freezing, because it was Stone Cold Steve Austin. Get it? Oh, okay. That's a good guess. Uh, I'll give you a clue. He uh, was a major character in Seinfeld. Ancillary character. Major ancillary character. Recurring character. He had um, a move. He was he, he a was move. a significant other of one of the. Oh, um, 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 I can't. I, I... Who significant other of someone who also appears in the MCU? Right, it's uh, yeah. it's Cuddy or whatever his name is. Putty, what, Putty. close. Patrick we'll take Warburton. that. It's Patrick Warburton. Okay, yes. I, I, I did. It. I I know you. I, you get the point because you were close. I'll give it to you. <laughs> That's a weak so, point that I got. I don't know you how often. It, how often do you read IMDb, IMDb trivia? Because uh, every single time I watch a movie, I, there's always about thirty percent of the trivia facts that I call bullshit on. And one of them being that they spent most of the budget on the thing's costume because it looked like a paper mache outfit that a nice. You know what it really looked like? It looked like the Ninja Turtle movie. It looked like the costume from Ninja Turtles. Yeah, I guess maybe they spent a lot in the puppetry and the mask. I have. But it wasn't um, great. The turtles would look way better. Yeah. I have a trivia question for you. Go, Dan, go. Who auditioned for the role of Susan Storm? Oh, I know. Um, um, give me a second. Emma Frost. There we go. <laughs> I know. I need a hint because I have no. I I've got yeah, nothing. I don't. I don't. Need um, it. she played Gabrielle in Xena Warrior Princess. Lucy. No, I, that's not Lucy Lawless. I don't know. I have no idea, Daniel. Renee O'Connor. She- Oh, oh yeah! yeah. <laughs> I just read that yesterday. <laughs> I knew that because I was big into Xena Warrior Princess Hunty. 
I wasn't. Did so, you know that Xena and I've got a, uh, Kevin uh, Sorbo's Hercules had a crossover, and that was a backdoor pilot for Xena? I kind of I kind of watched those shows a little bit when I was a young boy. Your parents? I'm surprised your mom let you watch that. I had a TV in my bedroom. Well, I mean, and Daniel it was only like at ten o'clock in the morning on Saturday. Daniel couldn't play Harbo because <laughs> no we way don't he could talk play Harbo. About the Habbo Hotel days. You're talking about Habbo, not Harbo. Jesus <laughs> Harbo. He couldn't do that Habbo because, because he I was thought an addict. His, his mom <laughs> thought he'd get <laughs> sold off into slavery. No, that was why I wasn't allowed to post on YouTube. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's the... Uh, uh, yeah, well, well, we're not going to take that one, that discussion down the road. It's <laughs> a bonus episode for new patrons only. Uh, okay. Um I've got to defend this movie, Dyer. It, of the time, think about 1994. What other superhero movies did we have? I don't know, but you know one that you... Yeah, you know, you bring up an interesting point. The sets weren't bad. The sets weren't bad. They really weren't. And you know what's... It's it's interesting because... Um, okay. The, you guys can say your piece, but I got some thoughts. Okay, but it's interesting because it's what's often heralded as the first ensemble superhero movie is, of course... Fantastic Four. No. Are you kidding me? Ensemble. Year 2000. X-Men. X-Men is... I thought that was a gimme for... Well, no, because I'm th- I was trying to think of something in the 90s. I was, like, really racking my brain. No, but I'm saying... Okay. So this is, this so, is, this I mean, because you really could argue the, the first... Batman movies in the 90s. Okay, so... No, no, no. Those are, Here those are the are films not... released in is... 1994 after Daniels has his piece. But, but, but my point is, is that this was really the first um, ensemble superhero movie. So... Uh, and the costumes yes, I... are great. The costumes are so good. They're terrible, Daniel. Um, they're terrible. What are you talking about? Okay, they're, so they're very true to comics. I mean, they are, very true. They are but, true to comics. You do have that right. But they're baggy in spots where they shouldn't be baggy. And honestly, like I expected the special effect. Like it wasn't. I was. I had. This is a case of my expectations were so low that maybe when I, you watched it, so Zuckerberg could spy on you, so he could jerk off to you watching on the Oculus. I did watch it. In VR, so like I was in a theater, so I got the big screen experience. So here are the super movie, the superhero in quotes movies that came out in 1994: The Crow, terrible, Fantastic Four, The Shadow, which is actually pretty good, Um, The Mask, which is not a superhero movie. That's not a superhero movie. Blank Man, which is not a superhero movie. I mean, what would you call it? It's not based on the comic book, it's a, but it's a satire. That's the one with Damon Wayans in it. Well, I know, I but it's still a superhero movie. He's... Time Cop, which was not awesome. a superhero movie, right? Uh, and Street Fighter, not a superhero movie. So okay, wh- where do you, what where are you reading this list? <laughs> also, why are we limiting it to just ninety four? What yeah, about ninety five? When about when when was movieweb.com. the movie? When were the last of the first phase of? Superman what? movies released. You mean like Superman three, the quest for ooze or something like that? Whatever they're called. But you know, well, the first one came those. out in nineteen seventy eight, so you're way off. No, no, buddy. no, no, but they went on forever. Uh yeah, the last one ended in nineteen eighty three. So eleven years 
Oh, there wasn't this. one made okay, like in '87. So, no, '78, '83, '80, and '83. Oh, '87. So the Quest for Peace. So I was right. Eat my dick. I would say this is better than the Quest for Peace. Have you seen that? Trash? I think. I it think is awful. Okay, I think what we need to compare this to is in 93, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 3 came out. Mm. And in 95, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, the movie came out. I think those oh, yeah. are fair comparisons to this. Agreed. Okay. So how how would we rank how would we rank that? Those? Power how Rangers we... one. Fantastic Four, two, and yeah. fan Tur- Turtles, Turtles three. Turtles three, third. Yes. I it's, yeah, I, th- I agree with this, that ranking. This is like talked about like but it's that's one not of the high bar movies. though. I'm not saying this is a good movie. I'm saying it's not the worst movie. It's it's talked about like it's utter garbage. And it's Marvel did a bunch of this shit though, bad. like in the in it's the eighties and the nineties. It's not a good. They movie. had a bunch. It's enjoyable though. Marvel had a bunch of IP stuff, like a bunch of this stuff. If they didn't make like horrible movies for, they'd lose the rights to it. There's a Doctor Strange movie floating around out there uh, with Jessica Walters who was in Arrested Development and uh, was the voice of Mallory on Archer. And she was like the big bad, but like they never intended to make a movie, but they had to. Didn't they make a Captain America movie? Yeah. It was all these like made for TV movies uh, because if they didn't make a movie, they would have lost their rights to them. So they just threw something. They like, they were like a, a monkey. They grabbed the shit in their hand. They threw it at the wall and they saw what stuck. And if it kind of stuck, they made a movie. Daniel, I don't know if you remember this, but we had a VHS tape of a Captain America movie. I remember it very well. It was like Captain America's son. It was terrible. He's in the suit for 30 seconds. It's ter- And he just basically rides around on a dirt bike with mm-hmm. a shield on the front. Yeah. I mean, look at it. And does like Captain... some, what Napoleon Dynamite would call some sweet jumps. Mm-hmm. And that's uh, basically. 1990? Yeah, it was 1979. So before it's we 19, get in, I think it's 1990, but we got it from uh, Columbia House. Columbia House. Yeah. Um, <laughs> before we before we get into it, who is your? Who do you think had the best acting credit? Who do you think performed their role the best in this? Performed movie? it the best or chewed up every scene they were in because. My favorite performance was Dr. Doom, and he by far is the worst actor. (laughs) I think uh, the person that performed it the best was Ben Grimm. I would agree. I'm going to go with the jeweler. So when originally, so he's literally the leprechaun from the leprechaun movie. I thought it was, (laughs) I thought it was Mole Man. I thought it was Mole Man first, like when he (laughs) pushed up the the manhole cover, because like, Mole Man is a character is like is a foe of the Fantastic Four. I was like, okay, they're gonna do uh, like a little villain before they get to, um, and you know, I, I they had the blind didn't they have the blind woman in fan the like in two thousand when the first Fantastic Four came out like with there was uh, something with Ben Grimm like with uh, Jessica pushed, Alba. So uh, it rings a bell, but it's been ages since I've seen that one. Yeah. Rise of the Silver Surfer is not good, but it's better than this, though. I've actually never seen Rise of the Silver Surfer. So we're it's, watching next week. It's 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 honestly on par with the first Fantastic Four. I think, yeah, as in like yeah. 2005 Fantastic so Four. Let me give you here. Here's 12 seconds of why Doctor Doom is my favorite. <laughs> 
That actually went on longer, but I clipped it. He just so ninety percent of the time he's on screen screen he's cackling. So uh, whoever, whatever the, the actor had, you that had to be so much fun to play because you all he does is awkwardly caress people's faces with his metal, metallic glove hand and make click so, and clacks on people's. To <laughs> quote one of our patrons, Odin, he says. Uh, this is weird so far in like seven minutes, Fantastic Four. And then he goes and says, this is super bad. OMG, why was this ever made? It's 94, but I under- I understand. But fuck, really? <laughs> Agreed, Odin. Agreed. <laughs> but that's why I loved it. I think it's a great romp. I mean, I really do. I, 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 the, the sets, it's very just, um, it, it, I mean, I mean it's, it's very it's 94. It's so campy. It's so campy. And so, and that's its charm. I think I think the problem is is it's camp without intending to be camp in any way. It's, exactly, it's yeah. trying to not be campy, but it feels like a nineteen sixty five like comic book. The jeweler yeah, steals exactly. the the diamond, and that diamond is man made, so it Which doesn't protect him I'm against pretty the sure, rays. I'm pretty sure the prop for the diamond was just made out of the same mold they used to make Ben, ben Grimm's the thing suit. <laughs> I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure sh- that's what it was. So did he really? I think he stole yeah, that the scene diamond from Indiana like Jones. A- Remember the the Raiders of the Lost Ark or Temple of Doom, where he uh, like weighs yeah the, weighs the bag of uh, sand and makes the, the bag swap. of sand with the idol. I think that's what the jeweler does. He picks up he picks up the the real crystal and then like weighs the other one and sets that an identical. On. <laughs> yeah. it, it doesn't right. look like a diamond. It's literally just a big lump of glass shit <laughs> like it's like <laughs> if the thing had a clear poop that's what it is well it's a and diamond this... it's a diamond that captures cosmic rays so it's diamond it's not gonna run. look like a colossus it's it not actually, gonna look it's like to, a... it's meant to absorb the power of colossus which colossus is never explained. is the world eater right yeah it's never explained they're just like oh colossus no, is coming colossus in the marvel cinematic universe is the world eater well yeah that's but... who the fantastic four works i mean that's who the silver surfer works for I know, but the way the movie, because they start, so I didn't like they that start, they start in a lecture, and the, there's a professor who's. Is that Ben and Reed in the in the lecture, or yes. is it Ben and Doom? It's Ben and Doom. I mean, not, or Reed and not, Doom. Not, I yeah, think Reed and all Doom. Three there. No, Ben's not. Ben's like in a, like stealing power converters for his Nintendo sixty four in the junkyard. <laughs> no, he runs the junkyard with his family. Oh yeah, that's He's right. He gives power Reed, converters. He, he gives Reed the eighty rack of Nintendo sixty fours. Yeah, to, he's never really explained like what he does. He's just kind of a, a friend. And he says clobber in time, but without any backstory or any introduction to it. I'm he, just well, like, yeah, because mm. when he shows back up, but basically, just the quick synopsis. This is an easy plot to describe because there's not much that happens. But basically, Colossus is coming by the Earth, and so they're going to absorb the power of Colossus so they can, you know, power the world is essentially their plan. And their plan, I mean, Doctor Doom and um, uh, Mister Fantastic. What's his name? Um, Nathaniel Richards. Yeah. Reed Richards. Reed Richards. Richards is king. <laughs> Reed, Reed Richards and Dr. Doom are trying to do this. What do you know? They try to capture it and they didn't make proper 
precautions and kablooey dr doom is dead or is he he gets taken to the hospital he disappears but little do you know these people's what was their motive now that i'm thinking the people that like took the body down to the quote morgue but really just to like save him and have him be their slave owner like what was their motive they basically saved him and then dr doom i guess is like in charge of these two minions? Like, why would you save someone to then have that person be in charge of you? Anybody? Anybody have a thought there? Nope. Okay, it's that, a, that's never explained. It's a D that's movie. never explained. But Doctor Doom in the ten years, ten basically, you just flash forward ten years, and Reed Richards is doing a bunch of research in the Baxter Building. That's not explained. He's just a genius scientist that does research all day. Um, and Reed Richards has created a space rocket because they're going. Colossus is making another go around, so they want to go up into taking a rocket into rocket. outer I'm space. I'm taking a rocket because <laughs> it's my way on, on the outer the old space, space highway. That's why they Did you all even watch say... this movie, Dyer. You've been very off topic. Yeah. So anyway, they, uh, they I've go had a, up there. Uh, a few beverages tonight, uh, so I am just having fun. And the, the key so it's okay is for crystal. you to have fun. The, the key is this diamond crystal. Have fun. No, everybody can have fun. This is a fun pod. The key is the diamond crystal is meant to, is what's going to be the sponge essentially that absorbs Colossus. Yeah, and why why is not the and world because leader? the jeweler wants to get the diamond to impress the blind lady. Who's also in love with Ben Grimm. Also, uh, the blind lady is is to be the queen, queen for the jeweler. Yes, and he wants to impress her with a diamond <laughs> that she cannot see. Who she's also a sculptor. a sculptor, but she can feel it. Oh my God! It's Lionel Richie. It's the Lionel Richie song. Hello, hello. Because <laughs> like, there's a blind woman in that. That's a sculptor, and like he like she touches his face and everything. My mm-hmm. theory: it's the same woman. Oh my God! My theory is Lionel Richie is a super fan of this movie. I think he might have some executive producer credits somewhere. Uh, I think he's. I think he wrote. Okay, directed, let me let me finish up the plot because I'm almost done. <laughs> let me finish the plot. I'm almost done. Because the jeweler swapped out the diamond for a plastic diamond, the space rocket explodes. They somehow crash down to Earth, fine, and then they discover they've got powers. Doctor Doom through his magical space telescope saw this happen so he swoops them up and takes them back to his lab which is very similar to Fanforstic, how they're basically being studied trying to figure out how to extract their powers actually wants- i think yeah i think the budget was more spent on uh johnny storm flame on at the end than ben Grimm's costume <laughs> you don't think it was you don't think it was on the stretchy arms Nah, those were high that, budget. That was do actually that done pretty noodle. well. That was better than I thought it was going to be, honestly. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Although at the end, when he's waving out the limo, <laughs> it was just a giant arm waving back and forth. <laughs> Wacky waving flame arm tube man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, but and this so, they had to digitally erase Sue from shots. Basically, they figure out when they're being captive. Doctor, Do- they figure out Doctor Doom's holding them hostage. And Ben Grimm somehow is able to escape. I guess 
Well, because they they use their powers to basically be like, we're getting the hell out of here, and so they get the hell out. Yeah, of Yeah, they get like people come in to like in hazmat suits, and they they Ben beats the crap out of them, and they all he, this like, this is well Ben yeah, and this is what Ben says when it's clobbering time. There, the, the the that was the only the fight scenes. The score was actually really good. You heard a little bit of there, and honestly, the it's clobbering time. I mean, that's pretty. I'd say that's spot on. It's clobbering time. Um, you you don't have a problem with the lisp? It's lisp? clobbering time. <laughs> it's you... clobbering time. Oh, the it's yeah. It's yeah. clobbering. It's it's. No, no I'm, never, I'm not gonna ever unhear it now. Listen, listen. Yeah. It's. <laughs> yeah. So it's... no, I don't. I don't think that's a. I don't think I. There's no way to do it's clobber in time correctly. So you just have to really lean into it and make Ben Grimm gay. Oh, and change Daniel, it. Daniel, it's clobber in time. Boy. The other thing. So, did anybody okay, else question. have a problem with with question. the thing having Hulk powers? No, Clobber, uh, you have, question. You have issues with so, the fact that when he's like, when he discovers that he loves someone, loves him, he loses his powers and then he can no. get angry again. Um, get no, back. because he's he, literally the Hulk. Uh, question: <laughs> Which who's ruins the, the whole character? If he can who's turn on the and off? top and bottom in a bin in like in the thing? No, 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 no. We're not, we're not, we're not past this because <laughs> because the 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 problem okay. compounds when you realize that. So there's the phrase "hulking out." So now Ben Grimm is thinging <laughs> out, thing things out. It's not, it's not, not, not good. Okay, Dyer, who's who's your top in my the thing? You, uh, you're definitely power bottom, and um, Ben Grimm is good. just giving no. you so many anal fissures. You better go see a, 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 a GI specialist. Pronto with all the okay. unofficials you have this, from getting wrecked jokes. by Ben Grimm. <laughs> Wait, you can actually hear the moment when Dyer's anal cavity explodes. <laughs> if Dyer oh. were a comedic genius, he would have screamed there, but Dyer's. <laughs> Let's try it again, Dyer, but you, you give us a nice scream. It's He's not going to. Come on. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Dyer, what was your gonna be what was your hypothetical? No, no, that was pretty much it. Um, I was gonna say I don't know how that works between Ben Grimm, right? Because he's a uh, all rock, and we had this conversation before about his circulatory system and uh whether he has blood and everything else. So my joke's ruined. So yeah, I have a on. question. I have a question. Why have we spent an inordinate amount of time on this podcast with terrible Fantastic Four content? Yeah, like two thirds of our podcast is really want shitty Fantastic, Fantastic Four movies. Because the a, a good Fantastic we know Four in this MCU could be amazing. No, I disagree. I think I listen. Listen. I don't. I don't know where this fascination or this preconceived notion that the Fantastic Four is interesting comes from, but clearly it's not. Well, they're gonna have a big part to do in the new MCU with Kang and time travel. So, was anybody else troubled by the fact um, Reed 
fall, falls professes his love to someone that he knew when she were when he was in college and she was like ten. No, I did no. not. That didn't bother you. No. Nope. It concerned. It's you. a movie, Dennis. Anything can happen. <laughs> I will. I will say this is a more trimmed down version of the thing than we've seen in other ones. Like it had a, he had fucking abs and like delts and so like it's more trimmed down uh like and more muscular which was a fresh take to see compared to the other ones that just try to make them as big as possible but that's yeah, what the thing I mean, is supposed to be supposed i don't know if you, i don't know if you've had a chance to see but in our patreon exclusive discord i did put an fmk in the fmk yeah we're gonna do that in this okay podcast. okay <laughs> but this seemed like an apt time to bring it up Okay, bring it up then. Go ahead. This is your baby. Go for um, it. Um thing, mid two thousands thing, or ninety-four thing, FMK. Dennis, Daniel, you want to go first? Um I'm formulating probably probably Mary nineteen ninety-four. Um he can actually and he has the power to go back to human form. So right. Um the kill is difficult because there's something kind of sociopathic about fan four stick thing. So kill him. And I guess fuck mid two thousands. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, I, you gotta, you gotta F. Well, and mid two thousand. No, no. Cause mid two thousands is also tender enough to be with the blind woman. So <laughs> you Good point. I, I would say yeah you kill kill Finn Forstick and put it out of its misery. <laughs> I mean because that kid had nothing going for him and now he's hideous. But it's also I wonder about his sexual magnetism given that he's naked the entire movie. It's true. It's true. <laughs> true. All right, so I'm killing. Well, I'm 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 going. I'm going. You kill Finn Forstick. You marry okay. ninety four because the uh, intimacy issues you would have with rocks would be troubling. So in human form, that could be done. And then you, then you marry uh, mid two thousands. No, you'd have to fuck him because you're he's marrying you kill. So <laughs> oh, well, um, flip those around. Flip two thousand four and ninety four around. So first question: Can he stay in human form for? an ordinate amount of time or is it like a does it, it's like he gets 15 minutes like a smoke break and then you just have to as constantly as, profess your love as he, soon as, as, he needs to never mind kill him because every 15 minutes you have to say i love you otherwise he turns into a hump of rocks as soon as he do you have to mean you, dire, I love you as soon as you as soon as he penetrates you dire this is what happens this is what happens as soon as he penetrates you it's clobbering time. <laughs> and, and now the list makes sense. Okay, first off, I'm a top, <laughs> if anything. So, sorry about that. Uh, That's not I what would, Ben Grimm said. Yeah, well, Ben Grimm's a liar. <laughs> so, I would... Um, Let us know in the Discord if you think Dyer's actually a top. I can't kill any, all of them, but I would kill Fan Forstick. Married to the mid two thousands, uh, and I guess, I guess, fuck the other one, but I'm the top in that situation. I don't know what would be worse. Uh, definitely topping because your dick would be pulverized. You would. No, come I put out a dime. I put a diamond tip condom on. Duh. 
I don't think that would make it any better. The pressure it, of the thing's ass around a <laughs> diamond condom. I didn't say full diamond, diamond tipped. Yeah, that's going to just... <laughs> so you want your dick to be fully ground to dick dust. Better than my ass. At least I can get a replacement dick. I can't get a replacement asshole. They're called anal fissures, and they can be repaired by a GI specialist. Not if he rips yeah. me in half like you were all implying. You can find a referral offline, I'm sure. There's probably a group on for it. <laughs> a class action has has the thing clobber timed you if so have you been ripped in half by the all right well now that we've Oy, exhausted clobbering time, i think dyer's getting done. clobbered in the bum nope <laughs> nope <laughs> nope he's got his diamond tips on <laughs> Uh, first anyway, off, I told you I don't. Anyway, I, so I don't I think him. I don't think Dyer knows how sex works. So Ben Grimm does what Ben Grimm does in every Fantastic Four I don't. Movie. Why don't you explain it to me? Well, when can two I, men. Can we... <laughs> Hello, I'm the Rails. Can you get back on me? No, absolutely not. <laughs> no, Dyer's too busy riding the things Rails. <laughs> Okay, so me. Ben Grimm does what go. Ben Grimm does. Listen up. Ben Grimm does what Ben Grimm does in every single Fantastic Four movie, which is he goes off and pouts in a corner for 20 minutes. Gets a sponsors from Blue Chew? No. No. Okay. No. And uh, he aimlessly wanders the streets. People go, oh, you're hideous. I'm just trying to get some sleep, man. And then uh, he... How does he find out that the love of his life is missing or has been kidnapped? The Morlocks. Oh, no, no, no. The <laughs> the the jeweler's minions are like, ooh, you're ugly and hideous like us. Come to our lair. And they have kidnapped the queen for the jeweler, which a.k.a. is Ben Grimm's love, which they just have. Basically, he just ruined her life's work in a hallway no, and they fell in love. It's Lionel Richie's woman <laughs> from Hello. Because <laughs> we all know Lionel Richie wrote, starred, and directed uh, this movie. Yeah, and Doctor Doom's henchman. So he's down in their lair for about two seconds, and Doctor Doom and his henchmen with machine guns come down into the lair, and also and want the diamond because they need the diamond. See, this is diamond in the rough. This is very. I think this is what inspired the uh, skateboarding villains in Batman and Robin. Probably. I, I could see that. So they needed the diamonds. They needed the big diamond so they could go to back to where the Zanzibar Dr. Doom, and Dr. Doom's castle where he's got the, the he's got a big ray. Are gun you still gonna, talking about this movie? He's going to suck out the powers of Colossus from the Fantastic yeah. Four. Daniel, he's, he's trying diamond to explain bat, the plot. He needs like the diamond cares. to be the battery. Um. It's so convoluted. But, Basically, all you need to know is the, the jeweler steals the diamond. The thing goes to the lair. He finds the woman, and then ram, bam, rock 'em, sock 'em, robots. The well, world's- so Doctor Doom takes the jewel, takes the diamond, and um, the reason why he's not foiled by the thing then is because she says, <laughs> uh, Lionel Richie's Stop. woman. In the name of Lionel, Lionel Richie's woman says, I love you, Ben. And he turns back into a human, which is true all along. Is that canon? 
No. <laughs> okay. it, not that I'm familiar with. But it was there to service the plot so Dr. Doom can get off with the diamond. So then Ben goes, I need to save my friends back at the castle of Dr. Doom. So Ben gets back into... Also, it's great that we finally got a Fantastic Four movie where Dr. Doom has a castle like he's supposed to fucking have. Yes. Yeah. Awesome. I know. It's not a bad movie. It's it's it a bad, bad movie, movie, but it's 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 not the worst Fantastic Four movie, which is, is crazy because it should be, but it's not. And um, Ben shows up. What and... if Michael B. Jordan had a cameo in this? Oh, God. I'd burn it to the ground. Burn it, it to the ground. So Ben shows up at the castle as the thing and says this. It's Barbara time for real. <laughs> for real. And that's when Dyer clenches. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got me. <laughs> you so funny. <laughs> oh, dire. Oh, lighten up. Lighten up. Everybody knows I'm a top four thing. <laughs> so, so uh, that's pretty much the movie. I'm not uh, sure that that's a real. Uh, that's, I'm not sure that's what you want to hang your hat on, Tyre. Everybody knows I top for the thing. Well, <laughs> if we're going to go down Dyer. that route, if you're going to make the joke, I might as well say Dyer. it. Dyer, can you tell me, how do they get out of their little tubes of freezitude? Yeah, uh, so <laughs> if somebody that wouldn't have watched the movie wouldn't be able to answer this, but Mr. Fantastic stretches out his foot underneath the freeze tube and kicks... <laughs> The kicks the laser and they get out that way. <laughs> That's all they had to do is just go bloop and, and, and then they're free. And um, that's pretty much the movie, except for Sue Storm and uh, Reed get married at the end. You forget the whole thing where Johnny Storm goes flame on and stops the laser and gets oh, like terrible yeah. CGI. <laughs> yeah, because he can he can fly f- faster than the speed of light, which also I'm not sure if that's canon. But it's convenient for editing's sake. <laughs> but it's weird because there's literally it's not is it CGI because I really think it's just hand drawn animation to be honest. I, 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 it would just went cartoon. I don't know. I don't know what you. I don't think I don't think anything was computer generated there now. Well, when when did Jurassic Park come out? Ninety four, right? There, there. Um, hang on, I'll look it up. I don't because think I think so. And if you take that into context, this movie looks like it was released in nineteen seventy two. I mean, even without that context, it still kind of looks like 1970. <laughs> but it, it makes it look terrible, which Jurassic Park did that to a lot of movies. Well, but, uh, Jurassic Park was 1993. Oh, my God. So, so they actually made this after Jurassic Park because there's no way this well, was filmed. Well, when you filmed. have Steven this Spielberg was filmed in three on, weeks. I mean, Steven Spielberg directs Jurassic Park. He gets what he wants. So, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Roger Corman spends the entire budget sculpting rocks. <laughs> it was let's be honest, it was a foam suit. It was a foam suit they painted. And... Well, that's my point. They just had to make a mold of rocks. Like it wasn't like it was high art. But anyway, they get married, and um, is that a, is that also canon? I feel like that's canon. Yes. Yeah. But. Uh... Yeah, not 
not good. Not good. <laughs> but you do get the thing in a speedo at the wedding because he's ready to party. <laughs> And he's like, "All right, all right, let the people, let the married couple come through." And then Reed Richards sticks his rubber band hand on the, the sunroof of the limo and waves, and, and it's like oh, he's got like it, wacky you know, spaghetti. Song we should have played Rubber Band Man. Should have played Rubber Band Man. That what they they lost their budget. We should have played Rubber Band Man. Damn it! And, and I don't think we really discussed it. I think we discussed it off air, but. The scoring for this film was atrocious. It was fucking terrible. <laughs> the volume, the editing of the sound was terrible. The music made no sense why it was playing most of the time. Part of the charm. Sure. Once again, the charm. If you blast... If you, if you blast music... <laughs> I swear it gets longer every time I play it. If you blast music throughout the entire movie, you don't have to spend any time worrying about where the boom operator is cussing and, <laughs> and just like smacking the, the boom mic. Because like the scene, the scene, like it wasn't, it didn't look they like. spent more money on the. Uh, it didn't look low budget. Sets. It did not look low budget. Yes, it did. No. Yes, it did. It looked like a movie from 1965. No. It, You're saying this did not look low budget, Dennis? It looked... Okay, my point is... It Maybe look, watch it on your Oculus so Mark Zuckerberg could jerk you off while you finger your own asshole. Is that what you like, Dennis? You like getting jerked off by Mark Zuckerberg while you finger your own asshole? No, I don't. So you like it when he Dyer, jerks why do you, you like off it? and fingers your own asshole? Dyer, why do you like being the thing's power bottom? Uh, first off, I top for the thing. And <laughs> second off, fuck you. Answer the question. I did. Uh, no, I top for you, the thing. You, but if you, you, but if you were a power bottom for the thing, what would be your favorite part of that? I have a headache and I'm not in the mood. It might be good for your lumbar. You might crack a few vertebrae that needed adjusted. No, the answer would be I have a headache and I'm not in the mood. Wow, didn't wow. realize we had one of those on the podcast. Well, the thing is, right. I'm not bottoming for the thing. Thank you. Why won't you bottom for the thing? Take one for the team, dude. Not taking one for the Tom, team. Come bro. I'll top him. He seems like a he seems like a closet bottom. How the hell are you gonna get your dick into his ass? How's would he gonna get bottom... his dick into my ass? Would it play closet the clip. bottom say this? It's clobbering time. Maybe he's saying hey, that about himself. Maybe he's bent over. Saying his <laughs> Maybe we got this all wrong. Oh. We've been looking at this all wrong. Maybe he's, he's asexual. He's a switch hitter. He's now, a switch now, hitter. now think of it like that. It's clobbering time for real. As he drops his speedo. <laughs> wow, you know... Believe it or not, folks, only 33% of the, the hosts on this show are gay. Guess which 33%. <laughs> what if it's just... <laughs> Technically, it's 33.33333 repeating, but yes. But what if it, that's also just the combination of our percentages? <laughs> <laughs> 
No. No. <laughs> no. Well. Dyer. Yeah. Where can people follow the show on Twitter? Well, you can follow me at the Real Slim Jim, and you can follow the show at Talk Marvel Plus. And you can follow me at Babbling Dan on Twitter. And you can fire, fire, follow <laughs> Dyer's. You can follow Dyer's alt account at T Power T Power B. Uh, if you really want his uh, OnlyFans <laughs> content, <laughs> and uh, you my OnlyFans starts at ninety dollars a week, <laughs> so good luck. It's just you and a bunch of thing dolls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I cut holes in my asses and I fuck all of them because is, is he is he topping them? Is he bottoming them? Pay ninety dollars a week to find out. <laughs> find out now. Oh, and um, you can follow me on Twitter at RGN Dennis. Um, if you want to support the show, please, 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 please go to Anchor. Five cents for Magoo <laughs> Unfortunately, we do not have a five cent tier on our Patreon, but go to patreon.com slash talking Marvel Plus. Um, also, during our off week, or off weeks, we are actually getting ready. We're planning a Q&A session. Either send us a message on one of our Twitter accounts, ask us a question. We're going to have a show. Hopefully, if we get enough responses to answer your questions, you can ask us anything about Marvel, about the show, whatever comes to your mind. We will entertain all questions. Or if you would like to have your voice on the show, go to anchor.fm slash talking Marvel plus, and you can leave us a voice message and we will answer your questions. That we will. Um, what's up next week, guys. It's a good question. That's a yet to be determined, right? Because what if comes out August the 11th? Well, next week is not August the 11th. Right. So right. we, it's yet to be determined. Yet to be determined, but we will post it on our social media and for patrons in the Discord and on Patreon.com. So, um, until next week. It's clobbering time. Send us in your questions.